0: Welcome to the Terry and Jesse Show. It is Monday. What does that mean? Father Charles Murr joining us here on the on the Terry and Jesse Show. Father Murr, thank you so much for, again, taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us here on Virgin. It's always Bernard. a pleasure and an
1: honor, Terry. Thank you for awesome. the invitation.
0: And, and Bishop, I should say, Father Murr, I've been talking about Bishop Strickland a lot the last five or six days because the word got out that he has been uh, basically canceled as the Bishop of Tyler, Texas. And, uh, you know, we've seen a lot about what Bishop Strickland has said. He said, I was removed because forces in the church wanted to change the teachings of Jesus. And he wouldn't be wanting to take part of that. And so he continued to preach on the deposit of faith. As a matter of fact, I'm going to throw it to you after I make a statement. And I made this statement on several secular TV stations, on LifeSite News, and that is 3 years ago in November I was in Baltimore, Maryland with Bishop Strickland for the Bishops' Conference. And uh by golly, he came out of the meeting and he had this kind of numb look on his face. I said, "What what what's up?" He says, "Well, you won't believe it, but the nuncio for the United States was at the Bishops' Conference and he came up to me and said, "Listen, Strickland, the Holy Father's watching you." You need to stop talking about the deposit of faith because there is no deposit of faith. Do you understand? And Bishop Strickland was like, what did I hear? You know, like, excuse me, could you repeat that? You know, I, but he's like, I can't believe a guy would say that. he lost his faith, Terry. I said, of course he yep. did. Now, Bishop, wow. our Father Murr, when you hear something like that from a now he's a cardinal. He was an archbishop at the time. But do you think we got problems at, uh, you know, at ground zero here?
1: Terry, I've told you this before, we've talked about it, and I've I've, I've said it on on many programs. Uh, The first time that I really thought about this was with Bishop Sheen, with Archbishop Sheen. In in the retreat that he gave for priests, he talked about about, uh, Gideon. Yeah. And he talked about how God formed Gideon's army. Right. Right? The first thing he said, he said, "I don't want you to have too many soldiers when you go to war because you'll think that you want it on your own power." He oh said, my God! So now he said, he said, tell the cowards to leave."
0: <laughs> I love that. Right?
1: Yeah. How many were there? more than half of them left? Yeah, were cowards. God yeah. said, "It's still too 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 numerous." Right. Well, my whole point on this. Yes. You can go re- back and read the story of Gideon, which is a marvelous story oh, yeah. itself. But the whole point is this. We are being brought to the point yeah. that only, let me underscore that word, only divine intervention can get us out of this colossal disaster. Mm-hmm. Only. There is no other option. And I'm telling you, there is no other option. With, with everything that has been done to the church in the last 50 years, yes. but the last 10 years especially, and with the College of Cardinals now being rigged mm-hmm. because they, 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 it's rigged, the whole thing is rigged, it's stacked against anything anything uh, orthodox happening. Yep. everything everything is 100 percent and it has to be that way. Mm-hmm. It has to be completely impossible to cure, <laughs> so that God will intervene and cure it. I love it. so that you can so that we can see his, we can see his power. Yes. We can certainly say we had nothing to do with it. We couldn't come up with a solution. Yeah. We couldn't come up with any solution. We had our backs to the wall. God came in and took care of the the problem. And we'll see that happen.
0: you know, Father, that brings up a good point about how God brings good out of evil. And I'm going to say it right on the yeah. air. What happened to Bishop Strickland, in my opinion, is evil, and I'll get my, my dem- I'll demonstrate why it's evil is because they shut up a good bishop who stood up for the Catholic faith. And when you take away that good, I consider it an evil on the action of the Holy See.
1: Terry, let me just go one. I'll I'll oh, I'll, yeah. I'll take that and I'll raise you one. Okay, good. <laughs> In I poker, it. right? all yeah, right I, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Strickland. I, I shouldn't call him Strickland. Bishop Strickland. Yeah. I mean, all respect to him. If I call him Strickland, it's it's not any lack of respect. I, I respect the man. T- tremendously of
0: course I think
1: he's a living saint right yeah however uh uh sometimes my ideas get ahead of me get it get a, my, my tongue gets ahead of my me ideas too. <laughs> so here's the thing here's the thing what what Bishop Strickland was correctly identifying was this and this is what has upset me and most people that I know mm-hmm. uh tremendously mm-hmm in in these last years we are being presented by the hierarchy a different christ yeah not just a different religion it's certainly a different religion there's no question of that but it's a different jesus christ yeah. i listen to these people talking i read what they write i read the encyclicals this is not the, this is not the jesus christ that i know that i've dedicated my life to that I love. This is, this is not him. This is, this is, uh, I don't know who this is and I'm being expected to toe the line. I'm being expected to, to buy all of this as if, as if it were some, some wonderful private new revelation. It is not a private new revelation. It's older than sin. It's older than it's older than sin. Uh, It's, 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 it's heresy. Yeah. All right. That's it. Now, what, What Bishop Strickland was told by the papal... Do people understand what the papal nuns This is the pope's representative. This is the the voice of the pope to a a country. There is no such thing as the deposit of faith. Well, excuse me. What he's saying is that everything from the time of the apostles up to this moment doesn't exist. (laughs) It's crazy. It doesn't exist. We're starting all over again. no. (laughs) Wrong. I don't care if you're the nuncio. I don't care if you're a cardinal. I don't care if you're the pope. Right. It's wrong. Right. And nobody can do that. Right. You cannot do that. Just as the, just as you cannot take pieces out of Scripture, you cannot manipulate Scripture. You cannot change it. You cannot alter it. You cannot force it to say what you want it to say and not what it is saying. Yep. You cannot do this. All right. This is the situation we're in, which we go right back to. To the first point, Terry. Yes, it requires divine intervention. There's no other way to get out no, of
0: this. No, that's right. And and you know, Father more I think about it. You know, there's people praying all over the world. I'll give you, uh, you know, examples of that in New York and and Phoenix. They got people doing little prayer vigils. They're doing having masses offered, like for us on Sunday at five o'clock, we have a special mass of reparation. Yeah. And prayer, rosary, Eucharistic adoration. Why? We're praying not only for Bishop Strickland. uh, Our petition is that God will use him more powerfully now that he doesn't have that responsibility in the Diocese of Tyler, that he can actually go out to the world. He's going to be doing more radio shows here at Virgin Most Powerful. Not... Not weekly, you know, more than once or twice or three times a week. Excellent. So that's all good. We want to give him a voice. And also, we want to pray for Pope Francis. And I'll tell you why. He is the vigor of Christ. He's not the superior of Christ, you notice. But what we pray for him this month, he, he actually has petitions each month. Every pope does this for petitions. And one of the petitions he had, and I, it's the first month in 10 years that I went, wow, I can really pray for that. And that was... They pray for me the pope said for my shortcomings for my insufficiencies in my papal uh, way of 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 guiding the church and I can say amen I will and I'll tell you where Oh I can uh, sure
1: I can sure pray, pray for that Terry And you
0: know what I said in yeah. an area of of not doing what Christ said about repent and believe in the gospel when someone comes to you living a life contrary to the gospel I'm asking the Holy Father to confirm that person in their faith by saying what Jesus said at the beginning of his ministry, repent and believe in the gospel rather than all are welcomed because that's not the gospel. The gospel is repent and believe, not all are welcomed. And I, I think that's a shortcoming, and I will pray for that. Am I on to something,
1: Father? Yeah, somebody somebody said it a different way, Terry, the other day. I heard somebody mention, mention said, Our Lord said, our Lord did not say, Go out and be introspective.
0: Yeah.
1: Don't go out in a company. Right. He didn't say that. No, he he said go out, go out and teach. Exactly. And and baptize in the name of the Father, That's Son, right. and Holy Ghost. That's right. Right.
0: Now, now Father Murr, we've got many bishops around the world, like Bishop Athanasius Snyder, and I said this on the uh, on the air, I uh, years ago, I knew both of these men, and I knew that if we brought two of these bishops together on the radio a friendship would grow, and it did. They're very close friends now. And Bishop Strickland, uh, he said, this is Bishop Athanasius Snyder saying that in history of the church, this will go down, uh, Bishop Strickland will be like a Bishop uh, as uh, Athanasius, uh, Saint Athanasius from the 4th century. And I was like, well, isn't that a little bit of an exaggeration, Bishop Snyder? He said, no, because... Very few bishops are standing up to the Holy See like like uh, Bishop Athanasius, uh, excuse me, like Saint Athanasius did, and Strickland really is putting his life on the line, literally, by saying, "No, I am I am not going to uh, support Pope Francis's synodal process because it's undermining the deposit of faith." Now, that's a, a statement that sounds like, "Okay, well, that's true," but how many guys are willing to say that that are named bishop?
1: Very few. Well, very few because, because why? Why, let's, should we no, be completely honest here, Terry? Of course, of course. All right here. Because most of them are CEOs.
0: Yes, you nailed it.
1: You nailed it. That's exactly what they are. And they know it. Yeah. And they know it. They, they should be ashamed of it. You know? yeah. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that you don't have to take care of properties and- No, and, yeah. oh, of course. And, and because yeah, I understand, we need money to, to to make things work. I get it, I understand that. But most of them are very happy and complacent being CEOs and not pastors. You're li- not pastors. You're
0: listening to The Terry and Jesse Show, words of wisdom from Father Charles Merce. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Terry and Jesse Show. Father Charles were sitting in on a Monday for Jesse. Father Murr, I've been in communication with Bishop Strickland uh, ever since the news came out that he has been removed as the Bishop of Tyler, and uh, a couple of things I want to bring up. I'm amazed at his peace of soul that he has uh, in knowing that he's no longer the Bishop of Tyler and that um, he made the comment, two things. He said, well, Pope Benedict XVI made me the Bishop of Tyler, and, uh... Another pope can remove me. But I wanted to get your take. I think he did the right thing. When the Holy See asked him to retire and step down voluntarily, he said, no, I will not do that. And he said that months ago to me. He said, if they do, uh, you know, he said, I can't leave my flock. If I'm leaving my flock, it's because the Holy Father has removed me, not because I voluntarily left the
1: flock. That's right.
0: Do you, doesn't that make sense to you as a, as a well, he's No, he's
1: absolutely correct. He's absolutely correct. This look the, that we even question these things mm-hmm. shows us kind of where we are. <laughs> we're we're unclear we're unclear in our own thinking. Yeah, of course he shouldn't resign. Of course he shouldn't resign. Now look, here's the thing. Let me just somebody just sent me something I want to read to you, Terry, because Next. it was what we were talking about. Uh, wonderful distinction made by Cardinal Sarah at the Schneider Catechism launch. Yes at a stone's throw from the Vatican. Yeah. Quote, there is not a crisis in the church. Right. Strictly speaking, there okay. is a crisis in the magisterium.
0: I've quoted that many times this right. week.
1: Yeah. Right. Now this is what what he what 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 Cardinal is saying in simpler terms is it's a crisis in our bishops. Yes. It's not the it's not a crisis in the church. Right. The church hasn't lost faith in Jesus Christ and nope. the sacraments and in, nope. in, in the true presence not in the de, excuse me in the deposit of faith yes we have not lost that our bishops have father it's cor- their it's their problem not ours correct me right
0: on the air I said that when this Archbishop the nuncio for the Vatican said to Bishop Strickland that there is no uh deposit of faith I uh, said to myself this that that I said anybody who doesn't believe in the deposit of faith he's baptized a Catholic he's not A Catholic because you have to believe in the deposit of faith or you're not a Catholic. Of course. Is that a fair statement? Of course.
1: Okay. Yes, it is. It is. I mean, if you don't believe in the deposit of faith, and if you don't believe what the church has taught for two thousand years, what do you believe? And and Father,
0: here's my other question. You answered it a week ago when I asked you, why do these guys stay in the church when they don't believe in the supernatural aspect of the faith?
1: Because it's a comfortable little haven. Mm -hmm. And those are not my words; those are words of Fulton J. Sheen. Yeah,
0: yeah. He said, "The
1: church for for many of these men becomes a comfortable little haven. Yeah, they don't want to leave. Three meals a day, three squares, a, a, a nice place to live. This that, and the other. thing. That's it. Now, could you imagine? Could you imagine if somebody would say to you, Terry? Oh, God forbid, it be a bishop." Me. But however, yeah. I wouldn't put, don't I put, I put past, nothing past anyone yeah, anymore. Go ahead. All right. I, I don't, but the, the Italians have a great saying that I love a lot. It's al peggio non c'è limite. To the worst, there is no limit. There you go. <laughs> it can always be worse, right? However, if somebody said to you, somebody in authority, Yeah. you're talking about God, and somebody in authority would look you squarely in the eye, say, there is no God. How would you react to that? I would
0: react like you're saying, well, I'm sorry you have that uh, uh, opinion. I don't share that with you. I would be, uh, I say, you know, I disagree, obviously. Yeah. But who was this person saying this? Is it a bishop? Is it a... Well,
1: now imagine, just, but I can can accept that. I can accept that. Yeah, can that More than I can accept a bishop. Of course. More than I can accept a bishop or a priest. Yeah. Saying to me, there is no deposit of faith. Yeah. What? yeah, And you know, what Father, are we doing? Father Kim, what are we doing? I, I'm going to share something
0: I've never shared on the air that ties myself and Jesse Romero to how Bishop Strickland was treated. Okay. Never did it. I mean, I'm just making it. Jesse and I, five years ago, was released from a national radio network. Coast to coast, we were on the radio. And they just canceled us. Just like the priests get canceled. And we were wondering why. Well, we found out that a certain cardinal in Chicago told the network that, hey, you want our endorsement of the bishops of your network? You got to get rid of a couple people like Mother Miriam and the Terry and Jesse show. And of course, the network said, consider it done. These guys are trouble for us because they called us the cowboys out west of Catholic, Catholic radio. And what he meant by that, the particular priest, is we, got, we shoot from the hip. And that's not acceptable. And I think that the same reason we got kicked off a radio is the same reason Bishop Strickland was canceled as a bishop of Tyler. So I think uh, Jesse and I do have something in common. But you know what? What did we do? <clears throat> on Friday we got canceled. On Monday I had an app for uh, radio. I never disabled it, and we were back on the air on Monday morning. And why do I say that? Not. It's just a fact. Is that I'm not going to say okay next. These things happen. We move on because, you know what? Life's full of adjustments. So we pray. uh, You know, it was difficult for some of the staff here. We were shocked. I wasn't. I knew it was coming because, you know, there's signals that they give. Like Bishop Strickland knew he was going to be released probably after that investigation by two priests, by two bishops who Mm -hmm. obviously—I'll say it right on the air— had sketchy uh, backgrounds on the pro-life issues and deposits of faith. Right. They were they were right. modernist this, that we would describe modernist bishops. Yes. Of course, they're going to say get rid of them.
1: Right. So that's- and besides, yeah. by, by by besides by saying get rid of him, yeah, they they've, they've made a few brownie points for themselves in Rome. Of course, they did because that's what that you know, so, so it all works. This is politics. And this is what Terry, you know this. We've heard it. You've heard it. I've yeah. heard it. We've heard it all our lives. This is what sickens people. Yeah, they leave the about church. About, and, and, the, about the Catholic Church. They say the Catholic Church is all about politics. No, it's not. The Catholic Church right. is all about politics. Right. Human beings exactly. are political beings. Yes. These. This is human. These are human beings. This is if anything it's it's a proof of of of, of the of original sin yes it's, it's, it just goes back to show we are not perfect we are imperfect without the grace of god we can do nothing yep and i'm going to tell you something else let me let me, me. let me take this one step further go for it people might be shocked to hear this but i don't think there can be too much they can't be more shocked than what they've already been in the last few years. Yeah. I, I, I I, can't believe that. This is a shock of reality therapy. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have a number of bishops and we have a number of priests. And I would throw a few cardinals in for, for, for seasoning
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> who do not believe in God. That's know. Sh- I know. Who simply, I, who, well, they, who simply do, they do not. They do not. They do not but they will not give up their authority because it's a wonderful place of authority. And and I deserve this and I deserve pillows and I deserve a comfortable bed and I deserve good. No, these are, these are people who who have a lot. Look, don't get me wrong. I have my own sins to answer for before God. You do too, Terry. All of us do. And we're, we're so imperfect. We depend on the mercy of God. We really do. But if, if I didn't believe in what I'm preaching
0: yeah.
1: I couldn't go on doing it right I, I I just couldn't go on doing it they have no problem and the reason they have no problem is Terry they're not preaching about anything you know you know I, I keep saying I keep saying I've, I've listened to more sermons in my life that the sky is blue and grass is green
0: yeah
1: I, it's just you know, nothing nothing has been said. And it takes them. It takes them sometimes twenty-five to thirty minutes to say nothing. But this is the. This is a major problem. We have pre, we have people guiding the church, directing the church, who have ceased to believe.
0: Didn't Bishop Sheen say this in the seventies, Father Murr, that every five hundred years the church goes through a purification? Can you share a little bit what he? I did? thought. I thought he
1: made it. I thought he made a great. He, he laid out the the history of the church in in a beautiful, beautiful way, and and it and, and I remember smiling when when he was going through it. I'm saying, yes, it's so obvious. Why didn't I see that? But of course, Sheen had had that genius about him to make you think you did see it.
0: Exactly.
1: Right. He was he was fantastic. But he no, talked about the first the first five hundred years yes. were 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 a, 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 a time about there were Christological heresies. It was about Christ. Mm -hmm. The crisis was Jesus Christ himself. Who was this God, man that we're following? Who was he? How many natures did he have? How many persons did he have? How many wills did he have? How many intellects did he have? Was he born of the blessed virgin? Did he have sin? Did he know sin? All of these different questions that have to be answered. Mm -hmm. I mean, thank God they were answered and they were answered beautifully. Oh, yeah. And look, you—you you were talking just a little—a little while ago, uh, Terry. Uh, how can evil? How can good come out of evil? Exactly. Well, all of these were heresies. Right. There were those Christians. These are these are people who believed themselves Christians, and called themselves so. Mm-hmm. Didn't believe that Christ was God. Yep. Some didn't believe Christ was was human. Some didn't believe that there was a Trinity. Some didn't believe that that. that Anything you can imagine came up in those first 500 years. And they were all answered. Yes. They were answered by popes, by the fathers of the church, and by great councils, especially Nicaea. All right? Father, that you, That was that—yes. No, go keep ahead. going,
0: because I'm going to follow up with a question, because I want you to go through these every 500 years for the show here. It's very important. Uh, do you think, through the time we're living in right now, that the church will do— Will respond to error like it always has with defining the truth. I I wanted to say I think that they're going to come up with uh, limited. Um, in other words, Henry Newman back in 1870, when the defining came, definition of the infallibility of the Pope came out, his concern was that people would think that the Pope is is you know in, in impeccable and he can he can't say anything wrong. And that that needed to be worked out. But Vatican I was interrupted with wars and they couldn't continue. <clears throat> Do you think the church, after our period of time, is going to redefine some things because of the last 50 years?
1: Let, let me play the prophet, Terry. Oh, I know where let i Let me play the here. prophet. It, it has to. Yeah,
0: it has it to. It has yeah. to. Exactly. Otherwise
1: we, otherwise, we run the risk of dictatorships. Yeah. And we can't have that. That's not what the the papacy and 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 on and also all of our bishops they weren't called to be princes in the sense of of, of royalty and special right. special right. treatment and and aloof. They were called to be servants.
0: Right,
1: servants. That's what the whole deal is about—to serve. Amen. We've got we've got to get back to that idea. I agree. But uh, yes, look, here's here's a combination. Just what you mentioned. Yes. In the First Vatican Council, the papal infallibility. Right. That's one situation. And John Henry Newman correctly said, there's going to be trouble.
0: Amen. Hang on a second. I want you to expand expand on what Henry Newman, St. Henry Newman, John Henry Newman had to say about papal infallibility. Well, you're listening to the Terry and Jesse show. In spite of what's going on in the church, Father Murr, Terry Barber, we're too blessed to be stressed. Yes, we're too anointed to be disappointed. And if hope was money, we'd be billionaires because our hope is in Jesus Christ. Stay with us, family. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. Thanks for joining us, folks, on this conversation I'm having with Father Charles Murr. Most interesting. He was talking about St. John Henry Newman and his insights regarding the papal infallibility definition from 1870 continue father
1: well I, what i'm saying is john henry newman brought this up in yeah. the first vatican council <clears throat> and he said he was a cardinal mm-hmm. he was a convert also yes. to catholicism let's not forget that from England. and he had he had one of the sharpest minds <laughs> ever and when he converted to catholicism he converted completely yeah he really did mm-hmm. But he also brought to it a critical thinking.
0: Yes. Criti- right? oh, Which goodness. was great.
1: And he he said at the council, here, here's my problem. I have no problem with papal infallibility. I have no problem with with the Pope being infallible. That is, cannot make a mistake on matters of faith and morals. Amen. I have no problem with that. What my problem is, is by declaring this, a dogma of the faith. We are going to give the idea to the faithful and to bishops and to priests that the Pope cannot be mistaken about anything. Mm -hmm. And he can.
0: Absolutely.
1: Right now. No, 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 no. That'll never happen. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, it passed. Good. That's part of the problem. The other part of the problem is, and it's a wonderful problem, the, the the other half of the problem, since Pius the mm-hmm. Ninth, and even before Pius the Ninth, but Pius the Ninth right. was the Pope of infallibility. Mm-hmm. From that point on, we have had a string of saints. Mm-hmm. We have had very saintly, That's right. pious, and intelligent men. Yes, who were elected to the throne of Peter, right, the Sea of Peter. Uh, some more than others, but they've all been good men. We have not been, thank God. We've not had to live through the Renaissance with oh. debauchery and, and right. what have you. So we've had good candidates. And as a matter of fact, even there's some question with John the 23rd and with Paul the mm-hmm. 6th, some of the things they said. But if they're properly interpreted, there's no problem with what right. they said.
0: Right.
1: They didn't make mistakes even when they were speaking.
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> even yeah. when they were speaking
1: yeah. off the cuff, if you will, they didn't make mistakes. Now all of a sudden, we're thrown into a whole different problematic. We have a man who speaks whatever whatever comes to to mind. Uh, sometimes I think without thinking. Yes. Uh, I know I'm sounding awfully critical, but I've, ten years is enough of this to be able to form some sort of a, a, a some sort of a, a a judgment. Sure. And I am judging. Yeah. I am judging Terry because we were we're supposed to judge. We have to know right from wrong, exactly. right? We we what we do not do, let me reiterate this or like make this clear for everyone, we do not judge the interior of a man.
0: Good distinction.
1: We do not judge his conscience. Yep. I am no one to do that. Only God can do that. I cannot say that a man is in mortal sin or not in mortal I can't do that. He can tell me if he is or not. And God knows all, but I am no one to judge that. And that it's correct. However, I must judge from exterior uh, exterior behavior and exterior uh, uh, happenings. I have to. I have to make a judgment to be able to cross the street for goodness exactly.
0: sake.
1: I mean, you know, come on. Yes, we judge. We don't condemn. We don't condemn. I, 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 as long as I'm on it. Let me, let me just say Keep this on. too.
0: Yep.
1: I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of. Uh, I'm very much bothered by people who say that we hate this group. We hate that group. As I don't know where these people are coming from and where they get it. I have worked as a priest with every kind of person you can imagine and can't imagine. <laughs> That's cute. I'm serious. Yeah. I, I, I've never condemned anybody. The, the whole idea is to save people, to get them to salvation, to get them to heaven. Amen. That's all. And I think any priest who's worth his, who's worth his salt takes that same attitude. We're trying to help people. Yep. Uh, we don't condemn people. We're not that's we're not in that business. All right. Uh, but here we've got papal infallibility proclaimed, and then a whole wonderful parade of good popes who've never made a mistake. So now, when that goes together, it makes it even almost impossible to imagine right. that a pope can, can can be contrary to that, Right. to all of that. And that's where we are today. That's why a lot of people are looking at a problem and they refuse to see it. They, yeah. No, that can't be. That can't be. I must be wrong. My perception must be wrong. No, your perception is fine.
0: And Father, I know we want to get into the other thousand years, but there are people who say Bishop Strickland crossed the line. I've read a lot of people who think that it's a good thing to get rid of Bishop Strickland because of his critical statements against the Holy Father. And no matter what, we can never, ever do that. And he crossed the line and he should be removed. What would you tell someone?
1: I would tell, I would tell those, those yeah. people who say that yeah. to stop, reflect, and be honest.
0: Yeah.
1: On their condemnation of Pope Benedict.
0: Yeah.
1: Of Paul the yeah. Sixth. Yeah. Of of of, of Pius the Twelfth. Of course. Of because they they freely condemn all of these these popes yeah. because they weren't in agreement with them. Now all of a sudden they've got the man that they want and you can't you can't criticize him. Yeah. This is it, it's it's hypocrisy. It's it's the double standard. So those people don't bother me at all because no. I know what they're doing. Yeah. I know they don't know what they're doing. Many of them. I know what they're doing. Well, when and I so do you, Terry?
0: Yeah. And I had the conversations, and I'm talking to people that have called me who have PhDs. Okay, they're Doctor Such and Such. Just called. Oh me. boy. Yeah. Oh boy. The rest
1: right, and and they said, <clears> what, like, what, what did that used to mean, Terry, when we were growing up? <laughs> what was piled that? piled piled higher and deeper. Oh yeah, I get it. I get it.
0: <laughs> Father, the point of it is is when they when they asked me give me one example where the holy father has deviated i i chuckled because i mean i'll give you an example of Morris Letitia. where to begin yeah where do i start i just said well chapter 8 where he's telling people who uh who are in second marriages that uh, they can um still go to holy communion and and you know there's no problem with that or the one that really got me that that and i I won't go on to all of them but the point of it is is Two people living together uh with a, uh, either fornication or adultery, his point was as long as they love each other it 's a marriage it's okay see that's contrary to the deposit of faith and now he gives that and then,
1: a, and, then, and then turn around and say most most people who are married are not
0: yes, I get, it. and I can understand more of that than the other statements and I 'll tell you why a lot of people who get married have no idea what they're doing when they say yes. And, yeah, and that can be resolved later with catechesis because the church, and I yes. say, we've done a poor job. I know, I, know a lot, I know a lot of
1: priests who got ordained yeah. without knowing what they of were course, getting Of course.
0: Of course. Ignorance is bliss, I say.
1: <laughs> and you know what, Terry? This is the way God works. Yeah. This is the way God works. If you knew what you were getting into. Yeah,
0: maybe you wouldn't do it. <clears throat> no. Yeah, I get know, it. You wouldn't. Yeah, I get it.
1: No, no, I don't want
0: that. Yeah, Father, right. you talked about the 500, first first five hundred years, and we know that we had the big schism in ten fifty four, and then the Reformation. Uh, five
1: hundred. Well, you've years- got the first five hundred years are about the person of Christ. Yeah. The Second. Yeah. Five hundred years are about the head of the church, yeah. the Pope. Yep. The Pope and the bishops. Who's the Pope? Who's the bishop? That ended, in the, in the year uh, uh, of ten fifty four, that's right. With the with the with the schism, yeah. and also. The schism between the East and the West. Right. Tragedy. Tragedy, which Terry, frankly, it's it's now becoming almost impossible to solve with, yeah. with the way the Catholic Church is going.
0: Of course. It's almost
1: impossible now to have okay. communion with the with the with the East.
0: Oh yeah, look at it.
1: It's a shame. It's a shame because we've gone so far off track. Yep. And and they're just they're looking like, I've talked to to Eastern Orthodox, to Greek Orthodox priests that I know, mm-hmm. Russian mm-hmm. Orthodox priests, they're going. What what are you doing?
0: Yeah, of course. And you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to What's jump ahead on? too far, but when the Reformation came out uh, when it, in the 1500s, <clears throat> there was a lot of abuse going on in the church. <clears throat> and I'm really wondering, and this is not, we're jumping a little ahead, but we have short on time. Uh, if If the effect of the corruption in the church right now could lead to another schism. I know Pope Francis said that, hey, I'm the, I'm going to be the pope coming down in history as who split the church and I'm thinking why would he why would he be proud of that you know I mean that's such a sad statement but it seems to me that you're driving people away from the church just like in the 1500s there was a lot of corruption and people were more ripe to say well, yeah let's just start our own church and I see that very thing happening right now among Catholics saying I don't want any part of this church right now and right. I think that uh, maybe I'm overstating it, but I think that's a big problem, and it took place 500 years ago. And it seems like the corruption again is driving people out.
1: Yeah, well, you've got uh, after in the third, the third part of the of, of the third 500 part. years, the third five set of 500 years was about the body of the church. The exactly. team says
0: exactly right,
1: yeah. and that ended with the Protestant Reformation. Right, right. good. Right. I, I call it the Protestant Revolt because yeah. it really was a revolt. Yes. they ended and separated from the church. Uh, this next yes. part, Shane says, from fifteen hundred to two thousand.
0: Yeah,
1: is about the world
0: exactly.
1: the The world will you become secularized?
0: Whose influence will you who? will you yeah. give
1: up? Will you give up the person of Jesus Christ, yes. the church? and become part of the world? Will you become worldly? Yeah. That is the question. And that's what... He's so spot on, it's scary. Yes, yeah.
0: it, it, It's amazing what you just said, but I, I'm convinced that that is the issue today because if you look at the church on recycling, who's on that board? You know, all the, <laughs> the issues...
1: church on recycling. Yeah. It almost sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I, I know, but,
0: <laughs> but I, I'm listening to it. Now, one other thing that talks about the world again... Is you're you you're a bit of an you wouldn't call yourself an expert, but I would consider you're very knowledgeable about Freemasonry. Come on, it, it's something that even in your I, book, you I, I know a thing or two. Yeah, and here's the point: when I come back from the break, I want to make a, a comment about what the Freemasons are saying about the po- Pontiff today in the Catholic Church, and if that's not being one with the world, when Freemasons are complimenting uh, the vigor of Christ and we feel think we have a problem then i don't know what else i can tell you when we come back i'll
1: give you i'll give you i'll give you the other side of that coin when we come back you sorry. got stay
0: with us, family you're listening also
1: you want to hear what the church has to say about freemasonry
0: excellent we'll stay with us, family we'll be right back welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show to join the conversation call 888 526 2151 now Here's Terry and Jesse. Actually, it's Father Charles Murr and Terry Barber, and we're having a fireside chat. And now Father Murr's going to tell us about Freemasonry and what the Freemasons said about Pope Francis. Go ahead, Father.
1: Well, today, yes. I thought you knew this before, but today, just, just a, a couple of hours ago, yes. the Vatican yes. uh, issued a decree, of, uh, a statement saying that Catholics cannot be Freemasons
0: good what a novel idea but its just a Benedict
1: well yes 85. Terry yeah Terry but you know what I'm not so quick to say good to that okay why what's what what else? oh of, of course of course a Catholic cannot be a Freemason
0: I've always had that they're
1: theory. two different they're, they're, they're basically without getting into it with detail basically they're two different religions mm-hmm. it's like a, a Catholic a Catholic can't be an Orthodox a Greek Orthodox. Right <laughs> or vice versa. I mean, we understand this. Right. However, I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not completely uh, buying the uh, the Vatican's intervention on this. Uh, I remember with with Freemasonry. Yes. Freemasonry is is a is a a tricky subject. Oh yeah. They're 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 a clever they're a clever bunch. But I remember in when when Cardinal Gagnon was doing his investigation of the of Freemasonry and the Roman Curia. Yes. Uh, a list came out accusing different members of the Roman Curia of being Freemasons,
0: okay.
1: the very famous list. It had almost 100 names on it, yeah. members of the Roman Curia who were Freemasons, uh, the date of their inscription in Freemasonry, hmm. their, their code name in Freemasonry, wow. the lodge they belonged to, what have you. It wasn't true. The list was fabricated. There were Cardinal Baggio, for example, was on the list, mm-hmm. Bunini was on the list, but they threw in, they threw in tens of others yeah. who had nothing to do with anything like that. Sure. It was to confuse the issue.
0: Yeah, of course it is.
1: It was to it was to confuse the issue, mm-hmm. right? So that people would say, Oh, look at this. They're claiming that all these people are Freemasons. What a conspiracy nut yep. you'd have to be to, to buy this, right? Yep. Now, when the Vatican comes out and says, of, of all things, of all things, today, you can't be a Freemason and a, and a, and a, uh, and a Catholic, or Catholics are forbidden to, to become Freemasons, uh, Freemasons. Pardon my egocentrism. Yes. <laughs> I, but I think it has a little bit to do with a book called Murder in the, in the 33rd Degree. Yes that they're answering that question, that it's become a question, because I know it's been brought to the attention of a lot of people in Rome. Sure. And I and I also don't necessarily believe that they believe that. Wow. I don't necessarily believe that they believe that a Catholic cannot be a Freemason. <laughs> uh, I know the, the Holy Father is elated to receive communists and Marxists right. yeah. and, and pro-abortion people and, why not why not freemasons why why would they be any different mm-hmm. I, so i'm not i'm not completely buying that i i've come to i've come to listen to an awful lot of things that come out of the vatican it's it's one step forward two back exactly one step th- two steps forward three and a half back yep it's it's back so I, so i'm not so elated with that news of course it's correct sure of course it's correct yes but would they uh, would they think it's so correct as to enforce it?
0: Well, actually speak so. louder than words, okay? There you go. Uh,
1: yes, that's well put. Well, and I, beside, yeah, yeah. And,
0: and I not only say that about Freemasonry, I say that about sexual morality. I say that about um, birth control. We know uh, that the church's official stance on birth control is that it's uh, intrinsically evil, okay? But we also know uh, the practice of Catholics and bishops and all the way up, they say, "Yeah, that's what we call that. That's the ideal, you know." And uh, we uh, we can't always reach that, so you know, just just do your best.
1: Terry, none of these things, whether it be for lay people or for priests, for the clergy,
0: yeah,
1: doesn't matter. Yeah, none of these things are going to be dealt with correctly without God's grace. Amen and without a spiritual life yeah right yeah, it's not going to be done it, it, and it's simply not going to be done and you can change it you okay. can change it and say don't worry about it it's no longer a sin you can do that of course it remains a sin of don't be so, don't be silly but you're never going to overcome anything that's that's a, a difficulty a cross in life without god's grace and this is what we're not inviting people to come to to understand right uh is is to accept a cross in life it, accept it and walk with it take it it's yours it's got your name on it
0: and, and father now that leads to me to a solution um because lay people joe Sixpack is saying what can i do for holy mother of the church now i'm going to leave bishop strickland in this and then i'm going to ask you to comment bishop strickland in a tweet said that these are inspirational words and reminds us to walk always with the lord He is the source of peace, love, and hope. It's this comment. He says, in the midst of chaos, and I think everybody would agree we're in chaos right now. He said, I will be your peace. In the heart of anger, I will be love. In the presence of despair, I will be hope. Those are my assignments, not imposed on me, but taken up willingly as a witness to what I believe is true for all of us. The circle of life needs and deserves peace, love, and hope. Our shared calling is to embody that grace, to live what we pray. I love that line, to live what we pray, to be the blessing we are asked of others. And Bishop Strickland saw that and he said, "You know what? That's inspirational for me and I think it'll be inspiration for you." So, let's talk about the solutions the people, the body of Christ can do to help the what this what we call the crisis of 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 hierarchy right now that's happening in the church that Cardinal Sarah talked about. What can we as lay people do? What's your advice?
1: Uh, I would go back to I would go back to uh, let me be practical. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah, we love First of all,
1: prayer. yes, should we pray? Would yes, you? we should pray. They, these people should be part of our daily prayer.
0: Absolutely.
1: Everyone yeah. should pray for his bishop. As a matter of fact, who says mass every day? Mm-hmm doesn't pray for it does pray for his bishop yeah. everyone should be praying for the Pope yeah. who says mass or attends mass every day is praying for the Pope right. it's there right those are that's what we should do as good faithful Catholics there's right. another step and I'm very proud to say Cardinal Edward Gagnon mm-hmm. my 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 great mentor and, and right. dear friend in life yes. was the one to uh, to publish it he gave an interview. I'm still looking for the interview. If anybody has it, I'd, I'd love to find it. I, I'm, I'm sure that he gave it to the wanderer.
0: Okay, this I, I like know a, the publisher. I'll call him today and see if I can get that for you. Go ahead. Uh, I've, I've done
1: that already. Oh. I've done that already. Oh, and I've no, asked no. and asked and asked. And uh, they can't get it. It was the front page. I saw it. I read it. Yeah. He advised Catholics to stop giving money.
0: Yes. Yes,
1: of course. But to stop giving money to their bishops. If their bishops are not being faithful to what, what, what Catholicism is the teachings of Jesus Christ and the teachings of Jesus Christ's church. Yes. If they're not doing that, don't give them another penny. Yeah. Oh, you can't believe you can't believe the, the, <laughs> that's the reaction me. that yeah. the reaction he was in Rome, yeah. uh, head of the head of the family, the committee yeah. for the family, pontifical committee for the family. When he said that He had finished the, 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 uh, He had finished his uh, investigation of the Roman Curia. You cannot believe the reaction from the Curia. Oh, how can you say such a thing? He said, simple, I can say such a thing. These are reasonable people, and people who give to the church are good people. Mm -hmm. What they want is the integrity of the Catholic faith, and you're not giving it to them. You don't deserve their penny.
0: Well, I can just say this right now. I know because I've read articles that donations for Catholic churches are way down, okay? Okay. Uh, the number Do you, of you find that
1: surprising? That- no, look at surprising?
0: the numbers. Look at the man of people yeah. that are going in to pray to go to Holy Mass. It's getting smaller and smaller. As a matter of fact, did you hear the line from New York that Cardinal, oh, uh, what's his name? Cardinal, not Egan. Who's the new Cardinal? in Dolan. Dolan. Cardinal Dolan. I and I don't use, I, they, I think he nailed it. When the Holy See asked him, well, you need to stop these extraordinary forms or the Trinitine Masses, the TLMs, because uh, you've got to implement what the Pope has said. And he said when you guys can replace the donations that these guys are giving at those <laughs> masses, I'll be happy to do it. But for now, I, I'm, I, that's helping us in our diocese, and I'm not going
1: to do it. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> that was funny. And, and, and that, that sounds very much like Dolan. He's a, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He really is. That sounds very much like him because he's a pragmatist. Yes, of but, course. But at, but, at, but at the same time, at the same time, what he should be saying is, why would I deprive a segment of my flock a spiritual life. Right. Why in the world would I do that?
0: Exactly. You know,
1: and especially especially since they know from Pope Benedict, thank God for him, yes, that this never was prohibited. Right. Well said. Anyway.
0: Well said, Father. Well said. Well, here's what I would say to you is I thank you for your service to the church. How can people get not just your book on Freemasonry but how can do they, don't they just go to um com?
1: Yes. Yeah. And all your books I like that. I told you. I, I, I learned not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, yeah, a few word. weeks com. ago. Back, <laughs> www means World Wide Web. Yeah. I was so proud of myself for yeah. learning that. Well, you're mm-hmm. going into the. I never I really understood finished. what it was. Yeah. But it's www.charlesmyer.com.
0: Well, I can guarantee you, you won't be it's asked at your exit interview. That has nothing to do with an exit interview. so it's important. (laughs) There you go. Everybody knows knows Jesus Christ and lives with his commandments. That's what we're going to be asked at our exit interview. Because life is short and eternity is forever. As a matter of fact, I'd like to leave with something from the little flower. She said, we only have short moments in this life to work for God's glory. Father, you you and I know that. We're at the end. The devil knows this. And that is why he tries to make us waste time on useless things. Oh let us not waste our time. Let us save our souls. Souls are falling into hell innumerable as the flakes of snow on a winter day. Jesus weeps instead of consoling him we are brooding over our own sorrows. You know father that when i read that from the little flower i said get off being, you know, complaining about your woes. Oh, this arm's bothering me. Oh, my leg is... Oh, woe is me. Forget about that. Step it up. Man up and pray and get into the fight for the salvation of souls. Father Charles Murr, could yep. we get a blessing from you, please?
1: You sure could. And I leave you with the with the words of my father that I remember as a, as a boy. Yeah. He said to me when I was boo-hooing for some nonsensical yeah. thing I didn't have, Yeah. he said, I too used to complain during the depression about not having a new pair of shoes Hmm. until I came across a man who had no feet.
0: Wow, that's a great line. That's so true.
1: Well said. Amen. God bless you. God
0: bless you. Father Murr, last comment. What state should we be living in? State of grace amen and remember our lady of fatima said souls are going to hell because no one's there to pray and make sacrifices are you willing to pray and make sacrifices for the salvation of souls i don't care if you're three years old or 103 we can all participate in the salvific work of jesus christ because if souls are saved everything is saved if souls are not saved nothing is saved god bless you